0: If you're just tuning in maybe for the first time, maybe for the worst time, because we do it week after week. Wondering why. Why am I doing this to myself? And you're like, is that, <coughs> that someone smoking pot from a bug? And the answer is yes. Because me getting high for the show is part of the show's DNA. And I'm DNA as in Donna Nothing Archie, cause have a middle name because my parents didn't think Americans had middle middle names. And this is A Hairy Home (coughs) Companion on BFF.FM. The show where I get stoned to the bone and make boners as in mistakes. Bodily uh, uh, reactions. I, you know, this is not an FDA-approved show. I do not know the side effects of it. Uh, That's still getting tested. Um, we have, uh, we have like a whole lab with Philip Morris, and they're they're looking at it right now. Got all those rats puffing away on cigarettes, listening to my show, seeing to what happens to them. Anyways, so, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Like as previously stated, I'm Donna Arky and this is a Harry Home Companion. I'm (laughs) her suit cute and incredibly stoned. Each episode I try my damnedest to host a nice little comedy talk show while more lit than Mrs. Doubtfire's titties when she tried to cook dinner! uh depending on the weed and the mood i can do each segment no problem other times i won't be able to make it through and (coughs) who knows how it'll end up or where i'll go that's why we start off each show with retractions and corrections where i correct mistakes answer questions brought up in the previous episode or tell you what i was trying to say in last week's segment but was too high to get through to this week's retractions and corrections. I finally came up with a really funny joke about contemporary issues for once, but I'm not allowed to say what it is on the air because my girlfriend said it would reveal something very dorky about her and she would never forgive me. So we now know it is possible it just isn't being done. And we'll have to figure out some kind of, kind of intervention for me. <clears throat> you know, maybe you could... There's gotta be a way. This is bad. Like, I don't even know. I can't just be like, I'm living in the... Here's a date in time. I'm like, this is just some kind of amorphous... Uh, like kind of threatening you know mismatch of information and knowledge is like i could tell you exactly what johnny carson was doing july fifteenth, 1972 i don't know probably maybe he was i don't know when that interview with betty davis and martin short on the johnny carson show was but first of all we all know this martin short is a kind of lesbian secondly <clears throat> that interview was like agonizing, and I, because like Martin Short was like, "Hee hee, I am an infant Terrible of whatever year it was," because I don't, I don't know. But, but and he was really trying to like impress Betty Davis by being like a little brat as it were. And, and it was just, and she's just like, "I've seen it all, kid." Like you, she just was like, "Ugh," but she was doing a. Really good job. She was bored, you know. She's like, I can't do this, and it like made me worried. Where I googled, like, I hope she was alive a lot longer after that, <laughs> because if that's like one of her last few moments on Earth, like having to deal with, jo- uh, you know, Martin Short being like, hee, aren't I a little imp of comedy? On the Johnny Carson show in the 70s, I wouldn't want that to be one of my last memories, or like big expenditures of my mortal energy, you know? Like, when you're on your deathbed, and you're going, and you're like, oh, that's... Yeah, the last few things I was stressed out or like kind of ruminating about, was about Martin Short being a little freaking annoying bitch and being bored, but having to be gracious about it. On the Johnny Carson Show, and I won't remember, you know, like, something much more precious or important. Or you'll, like, you'll remember them more. I don't know how it happens when you die. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe this is the episode where, um, you know, I get zapped by lightning or something. You never know. It's a sunny day in uh, the Bay Area. Uh, here in Oakland. Not San Francisco. Because it was too risky to take, uh, I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. I want to go home. Well, I'm home, and (laughs) I'm recording from home, and I don't do cuts, and then I have to let this happen. Oh, it's so tempting, but no, you can hear me be possessed by the ghost of, like, some kind of Irish, you know, 49er. Me being a little Martin Short imp of comedy. A little infant terrible! Oh god, am I like- Is-is Betty Davis in hell and like her ghosts like just got sent into my house to be terrorized by like Martin Short again? Again! Like, we have such Martin Short lives and- In the great scheme of things and it's just like, I really- I Anyways, I googled to see she lived longer after that. She did! She has some time. I gotta figure out exactly when. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is I'm more emotionally invested in this as, like, a knowledge that is contemporary with all other knowledges that must be shared immediately with everybody I know because they really know about these things, first of all. And secondly, they care. Well, some of them do, and that kind of enables it, and that's not good. um, but anyways yeah I can make contemporary jokes but you'll never hear them and you'll hear bad jokes uh, where I say fucking dumb things live because I get stoned to the bone again for what reason I don't know but I do and um if you're just tuning in and you're like what is this disjointed rambling is this the AI show well, in a way, it is. It's not artificial intelligence, it's artificial intelligence because it's me, Donna Archie, of a hairy home companion being possessed by 49ers ghosts to torture Betty Davis's ghost, who's being manifested into. My living room because she's being punished in hell she knows why um and uh yeah and then like so she just gets kind of manifested into people's homes where they get, get suddenly turn into like they just act like martin short in that johnny cart just annoying and weird and they think it's real funny and it makes sense to them but it it ain't to the rest of you you know uh it's not good. well, yeah, I'm like helping torturing her ghost or something clearly because there's no other explanation for this. yes, I mean now I can legitimately see why you think this was the AI show but uh it it isn't it's artificial Donna art Donna did I I probably did mention all the information about what this is so like just in case you're just tuning in or if you know this is happening and you know yeah the reason I didn't go to record in the city is because I'm at home and it's fulsome have a wholesome fulsome for me to you um I didn't feel like taking public transportation with everybody coming out on a Sunday more than usual I didn't want to do it and so I'm here once again from my Xanadu no not even god terrible I hate it here but it is alright I guess anyways yeah here live from Xanadu to you Um, with a Harry Home companion Uh, uh, on that note that's what this show is and then Next retraction and correction, that's what I should do. I don't even remember what I was saying. Maybe that's good. Maybe I tied up all the loose ends and I don't know. We'll find out when I listen back a few days from now to do retractions and corrections. Um, and why waste all that labor? Let's go on with the show. I I, I don't remember what I was saying. Let's do it. Um, retraction and corrections again! just in case you're just tuning in again again. I don't know what you're doing. Like, how would I? This is very vulnerable. I don't know how you're all reacting to me. Um, Hopefully you are not sharpening your pitchforks and about to storm BFF.FM's headquarters with pitchforks and torches and crucifix to drive out this malignant spirit Afflicting this poor AI show clearly. That's what's going on. We we live in a world of AI and You know ghosts are out there really doing things and affecting people's lives as well today Happy Halloween You know it's coming up. I Need it like right now. It's happening right now. How happy you know it. I'll call just call this the Halloween episode or something stupid. Well, it practically is well well Or the start of pumpkin season or something Something very cozy and New Englandy. I'm sure I don't know What kind of Halloween we want do we want do we want that kind or do we want like a cheesy 80s one? I? Don't know Maybe it's all of them. Maybe we'll have some, you know... Speaking of Buddy Davis, some, like... Southern Psychobitty. You know? Like, I, I, anyways, I mean, that's kind of a retraction and correction. I have been so fucking good about not... Starting Halloween early, because I'm like, No, I don't want to run out of movies and things to do. But it's really hard and I th- I'm just been like this has been rough times all right I could use Halloween a smidge early like a week and a half or so a like a decent amount where you'd understand you know that I was really starting like the, the decorations are up they're happening you know now you'd be like okay They've had a hard year. They get to fucking do that. They they can carve a pumpkin and it'll get rotted and they'll have to do it again. Fine. I don't care. I get it. Um, Good for them. Self-care. Whatever. Um, but I also feel like... I don't know. Maybe I gotta wait. Wait this one out. I don't know, but the urges are there. But I've been doing so good at, like not having halloween super early but i deserve it damn it anyways um why were we talking about that oh well like i said previously if you didn't know now you know if you knew already you're like yeah i get it you fucking jerk i get it (laughs) This is an FDA approved radio. You can get high and cuss on the air. We no, it's internet radio, darling. Um That's not Betty Davis. I don't know what Oh. I don't know anything. I'm a fraud. I I know her from things. I just also d- wouldn't I'm too high to recollect what How to imitate a Betty Davis immediately, and I feel like that betrays a lot of myself to not be able to do that. But that's okay. Because, you know, you can get a lot away with a lot. Away with a lot. An internet radio that you can't do on the regular kind. The God-fearing Christian kind. Um... So that's how you know. That's how you know to spot the difference. Like, <coughs> if you're in the wild and you're like, what kind of radius- is what? <laughs> the donarchy is a what? A who? They're doing what? To the how? Why? Why? Why is usually the question I hear the most. Um, yeah. Oh shit! No, wait. I, okay, no no no, 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 no. I can't do this. I gotta do the show. Okay, a uh, retraction and correction. Very important. And then I was like, when I was like getting ready for the show, I was like, oh, I don't have that many retractions and corrections to do. We'll have a nice, decent, God-fearing Anglo-Saxon Protestant. widening England <laughs> Just in case. You didn't know why an Anglo-Saxon-Protestant radio show. I don't know the differences between the different Christianities, and I know I should. I just... I just am like... Every, I don't know. No, I will not reveal my controversial opinions about religion here on A Harry Home Companion with me, Donarchy on bff.fm. I'm just kind of I'm just like consolidate man. What's the difference between a Pespertarian a pescatarian and like a Patagonian like they're all you guys are like I think it's like the same God. I don't know Figure it out. Why are you? Why do you hate each other so much? You have the same and go goal, you know. You like the same guy, like coalition, work together. You know, I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, I know there are reasons why I've, I've learned about them in school and in just, you know, everywhere where you should know about it. It at a professional academic level. But I also just don't get it on a me level, you know, uh, it's just, um, just Solidate man, <laughs> I don't get it. It's just a lot of stuff figure it out um, Anyways um, But I could be wrong who knows uh, I Have no powers and that's my retraction and correction is that I really even though I think like I keep accidentally killing people I love and admire whenever I mention them on the show I'm not gonna get the bad guys like I'm learning in life That life ain't fair. It's hard times. Like I said, I deserve Halloween early, but I've been I've been resisting and I've been doing a fabulous job if I, I say so myself um, You know, it's still a fulfilling time even if it's not, it could be the most, you know, there could be the annual viewing of the innocent. <laughs> I love Deborah Kerr. I always say it's Deborah Kerr weather or Kerr. I don't know. I've never said it. Debra Kerr weather. That's what time of year we're broaching. And it's getting close enough where I got to see black narcissists. I'm getting a little scared. and uh, The the, the posh, or the, not posh, she's not really posh, but the delicate yet the still magnolia of a English woman is crumbling into madness. Or was she always mad? I don't know. Um, Lady Weather, this is time you want to see her hang out. she is the reason for the season, truly. Um she's some good time scary movies so yeah I like I said I take as I've said previously I'm, I'm Iranian non-binary let me in like broke always kind of bad things always happening kind of guy I deserve you know there's a reason I like Halloween what else do I have in this world this was the way you know it's like a I don't know how I'm doing this. This is a lot. Anyways, but another thing I should know how to do is the show. And I'm gonna do the show instead of taking you deep into the darkest aspects of my psyche because we're here for a fun time. And uh, another person who is apparently also here for a fun time forever is fucking Henry Kissinger because even though I used two episodes to you tell two wacky facts about him just kind of like because the first one didn't work maybe it was because i maybe it's like one of those unconscious things you know like my powers only happen when i'm like just bringing someone up who's still alive because that's the kind of contemporary news you get on a hairy home companion here on bff.fm with me donna arkey this uh, show where I harness the powers of artificial intelligence to give you uh you know the garbled ramblings of a dystopian nightmare. Oh uh, sorry. Um well I don't know they you should maybe you should be sharpening those pitchforks been driving me out. Well, I'm not at the station. Ah! Witchcraft! No, it, it I'm just, they, they've figured out ways to do that now. It's alright, don't worry. You're okay. Maybe this is a hor. maybe this is, I don't know why this episode is just like really like, yes, everybody listening to this show has one to two pitchforks, machetes, Bayonets all sorts of antiquated weapons at the ready And they will be able to ride on Bart unharmed to get to my show. Maybe this is because I've been resisting Halloween so hard that It's just happening now Yeah, I think that's just what's happening because yesterday I had a really fun day just being around in Yerba Buena Park being like, oh my God, all the paving stones are all old headstones from the gold. R- oh my God, maybe that's why I got possessed. The torment, Betty. Uh, this, and I almost said Betty Crawford, help! I almost said Betty Crawfish, no, I'm, I'm having a hard time because I'm inebriated. Like I said, I'm like the lit tit of Mrs. Doubtfire. you do not doubt that fire that was in your face it was right there she used two pots to go splat put it out anyways let's not talk about any of this anymore let's go to the script which is I didn't fucking kill Henry Kissinger by bringing him up twice with two wacky facts and you know I guess I am not the Paul Archie I'm just Donna Archie. And that's what I'm doomed to be. These were not weirding facts. These were wacky facts. I let us all down. This was not a Dune type situation. This was a Duna Archie type situation. And unfortunately, those are always horrible failures. Oh, everything I do. Um, uh, except, uh, uh, I will not fail to tell you this next wacky fact. How about that? Um, uh, how, t- and so I, last week I, or two, I don't even know how many weeks, two weeks ago, I helped save two baby squirrels and uh, I, they got rescued by this really cool urban wildlife, um, Rescue (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they, they came and helped them out and they were so amazing and sweet and Knowledgeable and sent me cute baby squirrel pictures and updates And they're fabulous and you should send them money and volunteer, but they have a crazy name For a name. It's like a Norse word. For the tree of life, which is a big old oak tree connecting all the worlds together, which is so, I'm like, oh, that's really sweet, um, like, if you, like, for, you know, reclaiming these things and, like, you know, because sometimes Old Norse stuff ends up in the wrong hands, but I'm like, no, I really like it being, you know you know taken back in a way and like really used to show like yeah like even little baby squirrels like their world is part of our we're all connected we all need each other because they're like the they're like an urban rescue as in like unlike most places where they'll just say oh just ignore it or even just be like all we can do is euthanize it like they help pigeons and like they have fosters who will like just everywhere who will like come to you if you can't go to them and like they're so amazing they take care of everybody and like they they also have resources to other urban rescues that you can do like you know like they'll text you they have a Google form like they make it like so, it, they know it's stressful, and they make it like so easy. Like they know it's stressful. Like if you find like a baby animal or an injured animal, like, what the hell do I do? So like they're, they they're, they're like like so gracious. Like it's just so sweet out. Oh, like they're so like like. Nice and wonderful, like oh my god, thanks for helping, and I'm like oh oh my gosh, of course, like you know who who wouldn't? So I just was like that's so nice. They're just really nice people, but you should give them donate your time and money, and I'm gonna try to pronounce their name right because it's Nordic, and I even though last week's possession, oh boy, yeah, uh, Happy Halloween was that. I could have potentially been Leaf Ericsson in a past life according to a Reiki healer because I keep wanting to be Leafed alone. I'm in my hermit era. Kermit the Hermit baby on this Muppet show called Life. That's who I am right now uh, And who I am is Donna Arky. Here, Harry home Companion, oh my god, you're probably be like, oh no, this is some sort of, like, madman, like, isolated madman's manifesto, like, they've taken, like, BFF hostage, and now they're, like, they come from their little cabin, their little typewriter, and this is, these are their demands, or well, they're going to do something bad. That's what's happening at BFF, oh my god, I hope they're okay, um we fine. It's just me, Don Arc, of a Harry Home companion. Because I'm stone to the bone, as advertised. And, um, I, again, I was like, there's a musical that I really love, but the name is basically a, it's a slur, and I'm like, oh, that's, there's a lot of people who still use that slur casually, and Romani people have to keep being like, no, don't do that. It stars Natalie Wood and Rosalind Russell, and, like, there's a part, and it's, it was one of my favorite movies that I would watch all the time and read from the library over and over and over since I was a little kid. I just was like, oh my god, I fucking love this. And it is about someone whose name, unfortunately, also contains this still oft-casually-used slur. If you you can think of a burner who gets on your nerves a burner Herzog getting on your nerves or whatever by using that word like yeah uh, but fortunately this person who I know that if she had been educated on like why you should not do that uh, would be like ding I wouldn't have done it. Like, cause she's a nice lady. I don't think she's fucked up like that. Um, or maybe she is. Maybe she doesn't care. I don't know. I don't know. But well, I feel like I know her cause I saw the musical about her start as a very psychologically exploited child star on, in vaudeville uh, as played by Natalie Wood. Well, her name is Redacted Rosalie, and the musical Redacted is about her life. It stars Rosalind Russell and Natalie Wood, and um, is not. It is a. It is not. Well, is I feel very complicated about it. Um, but anyways, um, the there's a song where. Oh yeah, it's about. For, yeah, her race from being a vaudeville child star in like a psycho bitty film to be. It is. It is like that. It is a little freaky. And just. It's about like stage moms from hell who kind of seem like they're from heaven, but they're not. And I'm like, were they trying to portray. I mean, like, I know the real life mom, Rose Hovic, it was real freaky. But like that, but uh she shot someone to death at her lesbian boarding house, like, you know. And Redacted Rosalie was like, bye. And I'm like, and like, very progressive in a lot of ways. I'm like, I don't, I think she wouldn't have called herself that if she had known. But again, how to know? We know all those burner hair we can think of. Uh, they're. They they think they're nice people, and they do and say some racist shit is a belly dance around town. And I should get to the next retraction correction because it is about some real problematic shit belly dancing around town. All kinds of dancing tap dancing, ballet, necromancing, romancing necromancing because. Let's just forget everything I was rambling about before this because this retraction correction is I would like to clear Clear the air. I made a I I I am I said something I mixed something up so drastically That I'm like it would be a shame if I rambled my way through this episode and did not address it because it's making me so sad which is um yeah. Uh well I don't even know if I've finished telling you all that I didn't successfully kill Henry Kissinger by bringing him up in the show, but I I didn't. And then uh yeah that was the previous one. So but this is the more imp most important wh- whack. oh I was talking about the Oh I didn't even tell you how to pronounce the Yggdrasil! There you go, that's the correct pronunciation. Um, Urban Wildlife Rescue, you- I don't know how we ended up from that to romance and necromance and Well, you'll see why when I finally fucking get to this retraction and correction. Which is- I just- let's, let's just get to it. We're reading from the script. So, I said last week that Daddy Long Legs the book does not pass the Hobo Code of Ethics. Well, actually, it does, with flying fucking colors, and it is an exemplary example of (laughs) passing the Hobo Code of Ethics. But the movie, the 19... what year? Was a bad year. A 1955 film starring starring, uh, Fred Astaire and Leslie Caron. Who is still alive? Oh no, not her next! God, why won't? <laughs> no, this red is definitely dead after I tell you this wacky fact. But she's still alive, but not for long. No, why? Why do I kill the ones I love? Why do I smite them? Why did it not take? I used look. I used two episodes to kill this son of a bitch. It didn't work. He's too evil and powerful. See? Ugh. Oh, but anyways, Leslie Karen. Well, rest in peace. I love you. I'm sorry. We'll find out Monday. Uh, <laughs> it's always a bad Monday for me. Um, uh. Well, she was... well I mean not like she was as in like now we gotta use the past tense I don't really want to jinx her um she's in a well she she, because she was in 1955 um she's okay right now I think I don't know I don't know I don't want to look it up and I don't maybe she's fine well we'll find out tomorrow um uh well she was in a Hollywood musical comedy I didn't know it was a comedy comedy of errors I'm assuming God set in France New York City and the fictional college town of Watson Massachusetts um and it stars uh Fred Astaire and Leslie Karen and a bunch of people I don't know Thelma Ritter, maybe she's related to John Ritter. Is she? Is John Ritter. She kind of looks like John Ritter. No, I don't think they're related. But. <laughs> she wasn't in Alfred Hitchcock Presents Gen- General Electric Theater. Yeah, she's in a lot of good things. Yeah, I've probably seen her or fallen asleep during that episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I've slept through so much of that. It's my favorite 99 night show. Ah, maybe. You know what? That's a good way to kind of. There's a lot of episodes of that. You fall asleep through most of them. There you go. This is how I will gradually eke in some Halloween. But this is also how I do myself forever to be in this perpetual cycle of not knowing anything And that's really why it's not fair my girlfriend wouldn't make me let me make that fucking joke She said I can't even tell our friend, like forbidden it's between me her and Well, I would say God well I don't believe in God, but with all the times I bring them them whatever up on the show you think i do but it's cuz i'm very fascinated by you know like belief and myth and religions and just like dang like how do you do it i really wish i could do it sounds fun to be a presbyterian or a Presca- a Pascapa- a Pasca- episcop episcopalian i don't know All these very dragon-y sounding things seem fun. I feel like you see a lot of good looks. Get some fashion inspo. Have some uh, uh, jello salad and have a good time. I went to a Christian school. I don't know what kind, but they were like really weird. And like, they like, sex ed was mandatory. And like, they were pretty liberal. So I didn't have like the actual experience like I got a teacher fi- when I was like in the second grade I got a teacher fired uh, for being transphobic to my friend who was like a little trans girl and like I wrote on my like most important, Sanrio stationary, like, this teacher is mean to her, like, she won't let her have painted nails and, like, is a bully and singles her out, and then, like, I went to the principal and, like, cried about it, and she got fired! Ah, and hell fired! She was banned from even going to services there, but like I said, I don't really know what kind of Jesus-y or type thing it was, and the reason I went to a Christian school growing up is because my parents were, like, We really want these kids to be Americanized because of the anxieties and whatever's and experiences we've had being immigrants here. And this is the conclusion we've come to. We want them to be properly Americanized. Let's send them to the experts, the Christians. But what they didn't know is that it was like a really cool school. Okay, like another example was like... We had a mascot that was unfortunately the like a stereotype of like Native Americans, and we were had you know, it was just like the really gross, like, we were like the chiefs, and you can imagine what it looked like, and like the accompanying, you know, like chants and things that go along with it in songs or imagery, and um. It was just really bad. Um, and uh, when I was in the third grade, we got a new principal and I think vice principal, and they spearheaded. No, yeah, we got a new principal, and he specifically wanted, he just was like, okay, first things first. We're changing this mascot because it's racist. And he talked about it. Like we all heard about it. Like there was like a lecture and we, like we all went to it. And it was like he explained why it's really bad and why it's really racist. So they changed the mascot to the owls. And then we were. he was like, owls aren't racist or offensive and they aren't this. And like I learned and I was like, oh my God, this is like really important. Like that's like, you know, it, it impacted me a lot as a kid. So, like, you know, like, and, like, that was, like, like, and I'm, like, so that's the school you sent me to. Of all of them, you sent me to the freaking hippy-dippy one, like, in Fairfield of all fucking places. Like, what's the deal with that? But, I mean, I went to, I definitely have trauma from going to a real conservative, real Christian school and, back of as a child and boy you don't want to show up with your grandma wearing a chador to that school at a formative age Ooh, that's not fun but i don't know why we're getting this is really uh, this is an episode where i'm talking about me instead of anything um i'm sorry i'm real high uh let's go back to the show which is, it seems like it's Halloween when I tell you about the Undead rising and rising a little bit more in this romantic musical comedy film where based on the, I don't know how or where or why, but apparently based on the book Daddy Long Legs, mostly in spirit because like I said, the book, fabulous. I read uh, all both the books uh because I was a very lonely child because like I said your grandma shows up at a door to your very conservative Christian school when you're a little kid sometimes things stay bad for a long time and as shown still at the age of 33 still rotten but you know you, you sometimes are just like instead of because like I don't know uh yeah, you don't need to have a lot of friends. With you. you need to read a lot of books at the library. Ooh, those are a kind of friend, right? Um, uh, yeah. And you're like, I know, I have read both the Daddy Long Legs books. Yes. Um, and uh, I, I, I falsely claim that the book Daddy Long Legs did not f- pass the hobo code of ethics. It does, fabulously, wonderful. You know, they did a good job. But the movie from 1955 starring a 55-year-old Fred Astaire, and I don't know how old Leslie Karen was at the time of the filming, but I'll, that'll be a retraction Christian, for next week. But she is a cheerful 18-year-old orphanage... French orphanage resident. Um, and she... I don't know what happens, and I'm guessing that I might eventually have to watch this and review this for this segment 1960s movies that shouldn't exist but they do because I whatever the one I talk that about movies either from the 60s or that encapsulate the spirit of those weird 60s films either prematurely or posthumously because this is a real posthumous film because Fred Astaire He is a white man at a time where I don't think they knew about or had the technology for sunscreen. So when he was 55, you could multiply that by 3. He was 232. (laughs) And they had to dance him around on marionette strings, all invisible. He just got bubbled around and... His character somehow runs into Leslie Caron's 18 year old orphan, French orphan character and he falls in love and is like I shall pay for her to go to college at a New England college and then she writes letters to to a mysterious benefactor I would love to have a mysterious benefactor personally if any of you would like to be a mysterious benefactor in any way uh, preferably not in the way where, you know, like I said, this is a hairy home companion, and I'm Donarchy. The show where I—oh, uh, this is on BFF FM, and I this is a show where I get stoned on the bone and make boners. Not in the bodily reaction, just the mistakes I make. Plenty of those on my own, but um, please do not be a mysterious benefactor of the <laughs> bodily reaction. Could you be one of? With good stuff, nice things. <laughs> uh, and if you want to do that, you can reach out to me at uh, my email. Donna, D-O-N-N-A dot Ar-K-E-E, at gmail.com. Uh, or, you can, if that seems weird and antiquated, I don't know what the youths are doing. Uh, how they're sending each other the telegraphic messageriums. You know, if I'm here fucking talking about Daddy Long Legs and Fred Astaire, like, you know or care about Fred Astaire. Nobody dies. Um, and if you do, well, uh, it's time for your kidney medicine. Oh, well, I accidentally revealed... Well, you'll see if I get to it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting to. Oh, my God. This is my worst episode yet. The episode where nothing gets done, but I basically... Just do a horror film. Well, yeah. Let me do the donations, damn it, and then I'll finish up about um, the movie, and then maybe we will get to do a segment. I don't think so, but we'll see about that. Um, but one thing we can see, too, happening at a Perfectly reasonable time or amount is a. Well, not time. What? Well, I mean, what? There's. You cannot rely on me. Old Unreliable Jones here. On the Unreliable Jones Hour. If you didn't like this show, you can complain to BFF.FM about the Unreliable Jones Hour. Um, hoedown and. Uh. review. Uh, Horseshoe Review Yes, Horseshoe Review uh, 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 Their website or email You you tell them That you f- really hate The Unreliable Jones Hour And you have no idea What a Harry Home Companion With me, Donna Arkey On BFF.FM sounds like And Why would you even bring that up You're projecting your issues How dare you Yes, you complain about Oh, Jonesy. Uh uh, 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 why, I uh, well, I, th- well, that, that show's over, because now it's the r- right show, oh my god, how did that happen, it must have been, like, you know, radio piracy or something, maybe that Max Headroom guy showed up again, I don't know, I kind of bared my ass the way he, I bared my ass this episode the way that, <laughs> that Max Headroom bared his ass when he took over the tv and he came back he came to the bff everybody's shown up at the bff.fm headquarters it's kind of a monster mash type halloween movie i'm directing this episode apparently i'm sorry guys i even got deep inside. Psych- i was a psycho bitty at my ripe age of 33 oh lord have mercy i wonder what kind of psycho bitty i am do you think I'm like the Betty Davis in Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte or in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? Or am I the Joan Crawford? Am I in it for the long. Oh, I can't tell you nothing. If you've never seen it. Uh, I, she's in it for the long John Silvers. That's what I'm, I'm asking myself whenever I watch some movies. And yes, she is. Because she's starving. I keep. I, she would really love some long John Silvers. I can't reveal more about this movie. I you said so much. You could really... <laughs> you could totally figure out the plot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. No, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um... I gotta do the donation. Alright. Well... Ooh. Happy Halloween early, everybody. Um. Yeah, all the ghoulies and goblins are showing up, too tell you about the process of donating to bff.fm so that you can replace this monster mash mash with a monster smash hit because they can, you know, pay the ransom fees that are going on and then I can be finally removed from the premises and they'll put a much better show on and you didn't like it. Um, if you'd like that to happen, if you'd like to see that manifest in your life, you can now pay full attention and get a pen and pencil ready and write down the following information. <clears> hmm. <throat> Have you considered donating to BFF.FM yet? you should not only is this such a unique community radio station that reflects and respects the diversity of the bay area but it keeps weirdos like me busy so that we don't go like get into film school dedicate our lives you know real errol morris type situation because if we're bringing up burner Herzogs, we're bringing up but that guy, because I like his movies. We're going to steal film canisters and make movies. We'll it, it will do whatever it takes, basically, to film the sequel to Fiddler on the Roof. Full shtetl jacket, where we follow the highs and lows of the tailor model Canswell. There's a new tailoring shop in America. Maybe there will be a threequel... Where he gets drafted into World War One or something, like model combat or something. We'll figure it out. But we don't want that. We don't want to see this. And so if you would like to take a stand against this, these next two films. See, this is why they're striking in Hollywood. This is why they don't want those AI, you know, the artificial intelligence or the artificial intelligence they don't want it because you end up with shit like model combat and oh everything that you've heard um you don't they're they're taking a stand the way that you should take a stand to up to me by donating to bff And if you want to just send them a one-time donation, that's fine. You can do that. If you want to give them a recurring donation to keep me at bay, you can do that too. And you can be our bestie with benefits. Uh, Because we're BFF. Best Fred Fred Astaire's forever. And speaking of the worst Fred Astaire, because that 55-year-old man who is really showing... The signs, you know, was being tossed back and forth like the leathery football he was on marionette strings, dancing with a very... I don't know how young she was, but she was playing an 18-year-old orphan in the film version of Daddy Long Legs, which fails! Violently, flagrantly fails the hobo code of ethics, and that's why I'm like... You know what, even though we wasted this show on retractions and corrections and invalidating all the ghoulies and goblins over in this Iranian hostage crisis, and I can make that joke because I'm Iranian, ha ha ha. Uh, Not much else you can do with that. Not a fun time to be one. I like it, but also, boy, lots of stress that goes along with it boy oh boy oh boy you worry a lot about things and you go damn why me uh at home and abroad you worry about things and then you're like oh I get to eat my food that like somehow like created the flavors of In-N-Out before In-N-Out was invented like they pre-gamed inventing In-N-Out like Kashk bottom in June straight up is just like a like archaic earth thousand island with caramelized onions situation because it's got rehydrated way Kashk which I love you can call me John a Kashk I'm a Kashk cowboy I don't know if he'd say well he Oh... Anyways, well, whatever he do... As I fall through this fucking ring of fire into the... Fiery hits of help... Just like Fred Astaire's soul was in the middle of doing because that bitch was dying while he was... ...filming this horrible movie... That I think, you know what, maybe... I gotta watch it and I'll get back to you all about this, about... You know, this flagrant hobo code code of ethics violation. This is, OSHA is like, you cannot store a dead body so close to the catering tables. Mr. Astaire has to be moved. We're shutting it down. Filming cannot resume. You know, we got to decontaminate, sanitize, hose things down um, because it's really bad. And maybe I should just watch it. Maybe that's a way I could pre- I will pregame Halloween with this horror film. Uh, and i uh, let you know how it happened, but that's what I remembered, because I watched it as a kid, and I remember being like, this movie's fucked up! As a kid. And, uh, I'm like, why is Grandpa kissing you now? Uh, it was not good. And so, I may potentially in the future, like I said, I have a lot of special edition stuff that I'll eventually get to. Maybe when my life is a bit better. Maybe when I get a nice, like in the book, daddy long legs. And not like a scary, like in the movie, daddy long legs. Like, please. Like, uh, oh yeah, did I even say where you could contact me on my Instagram at companion, which probably... Combination of words that gets me fucking auto flagged as a porn thing. That's why the Poppers King started following me on there. I tried to get him to sponsor me. I was like, hey, Poppers King. And he said Happy Folsom indeed. Have a wholesome Folsom indeed. Uh, and uh Yeah. I was like you should spoil you should sponsor me. I even wrote out the word lol. you just just me because I was just like, this is funny. Let's keep it casual, baby. Like, maybe he thinks I'm serious. Maybe he doesn't. And he was like, sure, what's your radio show? And I sent it to him. And he just never responded. I don't think he liked it. If he listened. Unless he's listening now, maybe he forgot. Maybe he does too many poppers. I saw on Facebook Marketplace this weekend someone who had... Bags and bags and bags and bags full of empty whippet canisters and made a little side table. Like I made the joke, why have a Chippendale side table? When I mean, you could have had a Whippin' Dale side table. And that was also something that was supposed to be in the show. Well that'll just be next week's episode. I'll just do this week next week. Um But I've revealed so much about whatever happened to Baby Jane, and then this psycho bitty fiasco. Why are we listening to Donna's brain, A.K.A. a hairy home companion, on BFF.fm? Me, Donna Arkey. Why? Why do they let me do this? Well, donate to them, and then I'll. They'll come one centimeter, because you know the movies in France when Leslie Karen, Leslie and her orphanage before she meets Fred Astaire, and then they all oh, love and get married, uh, and that's. Not good. And maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I and review it. But I have another film I want to do. But yeah, you've learned nothing except for mysterious portents for the future. And uh, oh, it's a it's a cliffhanger. Uh, What will happen next? Um, Well, more horrors will unfold um, as we get closer and closer to Halloween uh and yeah i don't know what else to say uh but uh i love you all be good learn about the protests in iran i'm sure i've got a real juicy retractions and corrections waiting for me next week Uh, lots of stuff but um yeah love you all bye